Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 21st of June. On this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1834. We travelled to Chicago, where Cyrus McCormack, a Christian inventor, died. He patented the world's first workable agricultural reaper, increasing wheat productivity all over the world. And he made his fortune from it much of which went to charity. Born in Virginia, his father was an inventor called Robert McCormick Jr. who had seen the potential of the design for a mechanical reaper and applied for a patent. However, having worked for 28 long years on a horse-drawn mechanical reaper to harvest grain, he was never able to reproduce a reliable version. His son, Cyrus, took up the project, aided by Joe Anderson, an enslaved African-American who worked on the family plantation. Anderson was a gifted metal worker and did the blacksmith work on Cyrus's prototypes. And by some accounts, Cyrus and Joe were more like brothers than slave and master. And according to Joe, sometimes he and I used to go out, of, out in the evening to see our girls clearly referring to Cyrus's daughters. Historically, it is difficult to find out reliable evidence about their relationship. However, we know there's a Richmond dispatch to an emancipated slave named Joe Anderson, who was given permission to remain in the Commonwealth in 1855. And in 1870, Cyrus wrote a letter to Joe saying that he had advised him to go west before the Civil War broke out. And late in life, Cyrus brought him some land and a cabin and sent him money whenever he wrote to ask for some. But he didn't get nearly as much money as Cyrus's actual brothers. A Scottish man named Patrick Bell had designed a machine that was pushed by horses. However, the McCormack design was pulled by horses and cut the grain to one side of the team. Living in such a creative environment, Cyrus had already granted a patent for a self-sharpening plough. However, none had been sold because the machine could not handle varying conditions. And it took a while to build up market confidence for his reaper, as at first the local farmers thought the machine was not reliable. He would put on public demonstrations of the reaper, and used the endorsement of his first customer as he recommended the reaper to his friends and neighbours. Meanwhile, Cyrus continually attempted to improve the design. Finally, in 1842, he sold seven reapers, and then in 29 in 1843, and then 50 the next year, and the business took off. His wealth and influence grew, and he would travel to London to display the reaper at the Crystal Palace exhibition. After his machine successfully harvested a field of green wheat, while the rival Hussey machine failed, he won a gold medal and was admitted to the Legion of Honour by the French. McCormack was a devout Presbyterian and an advocate of Christian unity. He gradually started to believe that maybe his mission in life was to feed the world and that this would be made easier by his reaper. 
As a businessman, he valued and he also demonstrated the Calvinistic traits of self-denial, thriftiness, sobriety, efficiency, and he was respected widely and trusted. He led the effort to reconcile the country before the Civil War, publishing editorials in newspapers that he bought, the Chicago Times and the Herald, calling for reconciliation between the sides. His views, however, were unpopular in his adopted hometown of Chicago. And although his invention helped feed Union troops, he was optimistic that the Confederacy would not be defeated. And he and his wife travelled extensively in Europe during the war. When he returned, he proposed a peace plan that included a board of arbitration. And after the war, McCormack helped to found the Mississippi Valley Society with a mission to promote New Orleans and Mississippi ports for European trade. And he served a four-year term on the Illinois Democratic Party's Central Committee. He would later propose an international mechanism to control food production and distribution. He became the principal benefactor of a theological seminary and the institution was named after him after he died and they began sharing facilities with the Lutheran School of Theology in Chicago. He also significantly donated $10,000 to help Dwight L. Moody start the YMCA and he established churches and Sunday schools in the South after the war. He purchased a religious newspaper called The Interior which he renamed The Continent, which became a leading Presbyterian periodical. Numerous prizes and medals were awarded to him for his reaper, which reduced human labour on farms while increasing productivity. His invention made an international impact, contributing to the industrialisation of agriculture, as well as the migration of labour to cities in numerous wheat-growing countries. The French government, who had already awarded him the Legion of Honour, 20 years later elected him to the French Academy of Sciences as having done more for the cause of agriculture than any other living man. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the life of Kateri Takakwita, the first American Indian to be beatified by the church. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Visit us on www.pogp.net and if you'd like to contact us to request a topic or ask any questions, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.